0: Good morning. It is exactly 9:30 on Friday, the 13th of June. Welcome to Musical Friday
1: welcome to radio blogging daily shows with interactive activities to keep everyone busy and engaged brought to you by pi corbett david mitchell ian rocky and russell prue just listen and blog it's live fun and interactive and with new educational tasks every day just head over to radioblogging.net to listen and find out more
0: Oh, here we are again, ladies and gents, boys and girls. It is radioblogging.net. My name's Ian Rocky in the hot seat once again this morning. Looking forward to another great show indeed. We've got Musical Friday for you today. Don't want to give too much away just at the moment, but needless to say, you do not want to be going anywhere over the next hour or so. First of all, of course, we have to go and gather everyone together. And I'm going to say a very good morning to Deputy Mitchell. How are you this morning, sir?
2: good morning mr rocky very well thank you um here did you know did you know in your little warm-up thing there, you told everyone it was the
0: 13th of june did i indeed
2: You did, and I know why he did that. It's the 12th day, because Pi, in his show notes, said it was the 13th of June. Yes,
0: it is. I've got my show notes in front of me here, on the wall. Yeah, it does. I beg your pardon. It is the 12th of June. Thank you very much indeed.
2: I know, Pi. Am I right in thinking Pi ran a conference in Birmingham on a Wednesday and told everyone for the whole day it was Friday? Yes,
0: yes.
3: that's true. Yeah,
2: I did. (laughs) And nobody said anything towards it till the
3: end of the day, and I was so sad. Because I'd been standing there thinking, oh, great, it's weekend coming up, weekend coming oh, up.
2: Not as sad as <laughs> them. <laughs> <laughs> not to be but,
3: trusted. I don't know where I am, let <laughs> alone what time of day it is.
2: But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, very, I'm, very, I'm very well, thank you, Ian. Uh, it's a bit of a damp day today up north. Um, but yes, uh, everything's everything's working which is great. Uh, We have a huge audience online today. Um, Do, uh, listeners, keep check on that globe at the bottom. I'm slightly obsessed by it, Um, telling you where everyone is tuning in from. Uh, The children love that, especially when we do class blogging uh, in different schools. They really do love that. A sense of audience and purpose. You can't beat it. So yes, raring to go in on Friday, the 12th of June. <laughs>
0: Thank you so much, Deputy <laughs> Mitchell. I am so glad you're here. Let's head us cross. Let's bounce our way over to another part of the country and say good morning to the man himself.
4: Start the day with a slice of pie. This is radioblogging.net.
0: Hello, sir. How are you doing?
3: You know what I'm going to say, don't
0: you're you? Raring to go.
3: <laughs> raring to go. Fine, Fettle. Absolutely. <laughs> Every part of me is wonderfully honed. I'm ready to write today i've got my notebook actually with me because this is an idea i had a long time ago that we would um we would use music and write to music it's something i used to do uh, every now and then when i was a teacher and um nearly always something magical comes out of it so we're, we're we will be working today um with duncan i know duncan chisholm duncan's listening with his uh with his lads, uh, with Archie, I think it is. And um, uh, you're welcome. Uh, everybody's welcome. This is uh, uh, We love, uh, we look forward so much to our shows and we love having all our listeners with us. Now, click on today's show, Duncan, so you're in the right place um, and uh, we will get rocking and rolling in a moment. But yeah, I've had this idea for a long time, Ian, of... Um, our listeners listening to some music and then just seeing what pops into the imagination Mm -hmm. so we really don't know what's going to happen and i think that's really edge of the seat exciting stuff what will the imagination offer us through listening to the music the music will evoke will make us feel something or other and ideas and words um, images pictures will come into our minds and then we're going to write about them so i'm really excited because it's uh it's it's a th- this is going to be really testing us what can we actually do and i'm changing the date to the 12th of june <laughs> now, the 12th so of june. am i <laughs> <laughs> friday the 13th it sounded ominous when you said it oh dear i think it's time for us to crack on and those of you you've not been with us what we like to do we all have our pencils and notebooks ready and we start off with a couple of warm-up games, just to tune us in, just to get us going, just to warm up the language and the ideas. So, I think it's time for some games with Ian and Pi.
4: Creative Games. Play and try with Ian and Pi.
3: Okay, so we'll play a couple of games, Ian. Everybody back at home and in school, listen. Make some notes as you're going along. Jot down ideas pop into your mind that might be useful and then when we've played the games it's over to everybody else at home or in school if you're on your own just make um, a list because the games can often lead into full pieces of writing of course so um, we'll have a musical interlude when we've played the game so everybody can have a go twos or threes or on your own that's fine so the first game is um, ten things that you can do with a, with stars. I love stars. Mm. Um, so what could you do with a star? And my first thought was that I could use them as cu- in cupcakes
0: and serve them up to my mother-in-law. Oh, lovely! Um, I'm going to say that you could wrap one as a gift for a friend. Okay, you could use them as eyeballs. Uh, You can throw them up in the air like shimmering confetti. You could play ping-pong with them. Uh, You could leave a trail of them through a dark and spooky wood. You could slice
3: some stars up and serve them with a little sprinkle of moon juice. Uh,
0: You could make one into a stylish belt buckle. (laughs) You could play catch and cinch your fingers. Uh, You could wear one as a crown.
3: You could use two of them as
0: earmuffs. (laughs) Uh, You could put two on the front of your car when the bulbs blow. You could gargle
3: them so you have a sparkly voice first
0: thing in the morning for radio. (laughs) That that just deserves a drum and cymbal pie. It does.
3: (laughs) Okay, I was thinking too, you could... at night, it would be great. You you sometimes see this in kids' bedrooms, don't you? You get those luminous stickers. Yes. And, yeah. and you put them on the ceiling and at night. They sort of glow uh, a little bit. Lovely idea. So that's 10 things that you can do with stars. And um, really, in a way, all you've got to do is think of other things that are sort of round. And that will give you some ideas. Other spheres. Um, uh, that will give you some ideas, I guess. But be magical. You can tap dance on a star if you want Mm. okay so the next one is the museum of curiosity so in the museum of curiosity now what we're going to do is obviously in the museum of curiosity you're going to have all sorts of very unusual strange things and you can have anything that you like in there but the challenge is can you relate the things to a story or a fairy tale or a myth or a legend For instance, in the Museum of Curiosity, there is an eyeball that belongs to a cyclops.
0: Mm. In the Museum of Curiosity, I'm going to say there is the cross-section of a well-preserved beanstalk. Isn't that really weird? Because the next one I would
3: jotted down was in the Museum of Curiosity. There are not one, not two, but three... Beans. That's really weird. That
0: That's happened is, before. That it has. We've played these together so often. And that is a classic pie corbett sentence. That's brilliant. Um, I'm going to say that there's the original recipe for magic porridge. Ah. I'm going to say in the Museum of Curiosity there is a giant's toenail. <laughs> Ooh, I'm going to say in the Museum of Curiosity there is an elf's hat. In the Museum of Curiosity there is a box.
3: Made out of
0: dragon's
3: scales.
0: I'm going to say in the Museum of Curiosity there is a jewel from King Arthur's crown.
3: Mm. In the Museum of Curiosity there is a red cloak and hood.
0: I think in the Museum of Curiosity there is a spinning wheel and straw bale from Rumpelstiltskin. Yeah, I used to find that
3: story frightening. Yeah. In the Museum of Curiosity, there is a jumper made of wool from a
0: goat's beard. Oh, I like that. Uh, in the Museum of Curiosity, there is a sprinkling of rainbow dust in a silver jug. Oh, I love it.
3: In the Museum of Curiosity, there is a letter of complaint from a troll about three savage goats Who are armed with very sharp Pointed (laughs)
5: heads
3: (laughs) (laughs) I always felt sorry for the troll you see
0: (laughs) And I wonder how long it took to get him a reply Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, I'm going to say in the Museum of Curiosity There are two half-eaten Gingerbread roof tiles
3: Gingerbread roof tiles That's Hansel and Gretel It certainly is That's a scary story isn't it Their dad leaves them in a forest What's that all about I know yeah and then the, 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 the witch figure tries to. He, she pops him in the oven, doesn't she? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. a
0: horrible story. It's not story. a good one. No, it's not.
3: <laughs> <laughs> one of my favourites. I think we've got enough there uh, yeah, running. I think so. We've got two great games there, everybody. Uh, what can you do with some stars? Now, of course, if you want to play, what can you do with su- a sun or planets or the moon or what could you do with snowflakes? That's fine. It's over to you. But we did stars. And then what would you have in your museum of curiosity? Put anything you like. But I think the challenge is, can you think of a story? What Ian and I were doing, we were thinking of fairy tales that we know really, really well, like um, Jack and the Beanstalk, Cinderella. We didn't have a Cinderella one. Mm. Um, uh, So just think of the fairy tales that, you know, if you're in a bubble in school teacher might even jot down on the flip chart or on the board, um, you know half a dozen fairy tales, I mean just think of a, some sort of special object but make it unique, be clever with it in the way that we were trying to do Ian, I think it's time for some music while everybody is having a go at playing the game.
0: Absolutely so here we go, a little instrumental track think Sunday tea time, think crispy crumpets covered with butter, think cowbells <laughs>
1: This is radioblogging.net, broadcasting live across the planet.
0: Oh, that does take me back to my childhood. Ski Sunday, of course. Ski Sunday, every Sunday evening. What an absolutely fabulous show that was. Of course, dear old David Vine, amazing stuff. Uh, Thank you so much, of course, everybody, for getting in touch. Don't forget, you can email the show on radioblogging at gmail.com. Uh, you can also get in touch on the contact padlet as well and you can leave a comment on the bottom of the show page here this morning, uh, Friday the 12th of June, Musical Friday Uh, good morning to Elliot from Westfield Primary, please can I have a shout out looking forward to listening again, well of course you can later on, we always package up the shows with all of the fabulous activities and put them on the show page for you to listen again at your convenience, Mr. Simpson good morning from from Summerfields looking forward to musical inspiration today, I tell you Mr. Simpson, you are in for an absolute treat. This is just a brilliant, brilliant concept this morning and it is going to be a huge amount of fun. Noah Uh, This morning, please could my friend uh, Rudd have a shout-out from Noah from generally being the best friend anyone could ever have. I go to St. Helens Primary School. You are so welcome. Good morning, Owls class, ready at John Moore Primary. Excited for today's show. Sophia from LEH, uh, really enjoying your shows. Please in LEH, year six, have a shout-out. Yes, of course, no problem. Bispam Drive children, huge shout-out to the Dazzling Dozen. I like it. I like the fact you're naming your groups. Pi will like that. He likes Mm. naming things Um, from Bispam Drive and all our friends. George from year six, Thorpe, Arch, Daisy as well, Shrisha, good morning to you, also Thomas from year five, Birchwood. Douglas as well, 5G in Mallory's Junior School, uh, and also Caleb, who says hi to everyone. Hi, hey Caleb, how are you doing today? And finally, for now, for me, Kitty would like a shout-out. Had to miss it for two days because I had to go to school. I know, how about that? But don't worry, get your teacher to put it on in the classroom through the speakers, and then you can listen to that during the day as well. So uh, thank you very much indeed for getting in touch. Um, David is not only surrounded by padlets and jotcasts, but he's also doing some contacts. Have you got anything on the contact padlet? David over there, we have indeed.
2: It's getting getting busy. I can see a few children actually writing live as uh, I speak. But we've got a, a few coming in. We have uh, the Westfield boys are back uh, in town. Uh, we have, the, I think, the collective noun for our Westfield is the pride mm. of boys from Westfield, isn't it? So we got uh, Zach who said, can I have a shout out for the year six boys at Westfield school today? Uh, we're at home today. So can I have a shout out for Chris, Will, William, Lucas, Archie, Sam, Ben, Keith and Elliot. And we've heard a few of those names, but we've also got some of those who've created their own post-it notes here. So Will, Uh, from Westfield has asked for a shout-out there. We've got Noah, I think he's already been uh, on from the comments, I think has left a shout-out request. Uh, George asking for a a shout-out for Year 6 at LEH. Little request from we're hearing LEH quite a lot. If somebody could just leave me a post-it note there, just telling me What school is L-E-H? It stands for something. I'd like to know what it means. Uh, Because you know what it means. I don't, unfortunately. So, uh, well done, George. Thank you for that. Mrs. Murren is on. Good morning to everyone from Stone with Woodford. A new kind of blog today. Enjoy the music and write from your hearts, which is something great. I think we'll uh, Mm. be encouraging that later on. Uh, Mrs. McCalmont, shout out for Willow Class. I'm looking forward to a cracking good program. That's great. And Freya is back from Pensby Primary School in Year 3, asking for a shout out for herself and her sister um, who are listening from their house today and that's one thing we've as well it's the reason why we started all this wasn't it really just to bring people together either at home or at school and they can bring uh, their friends together and be as a community of writers which is something we're really passionate about here so there's still loads coming in i've got about another 10 that have been written live at the moment uh, ian so do come back to me later on for, with an update for those
0: thank you very much indeed i will deputy mitchell who there in his darkened room in the north of the country fingers poised for approving <clears> as it uh, things are submitted to the padlets and later on of course the jotcast but for now we're going to uh, step back to yesterday uh, because at the end of the show pie introduced a brilliant activity which was all to do with portals wasn't it Pi?
3: it was yes because yesterday we had abby elphinstone i mean do you think she made that name up elfin stone oh, brilliant isn't it's, it it's, it's a cracker of a name isn't it i need to think about this <laughs> whether or not i need to make a new name up corbett's boring come on I need to be Elfinstone or something like that. Dwarf Mount, Dwarf Mountain. I need a new name. <laughs> um, but yes, uh, so Abby's story, uh, Jungle Drop, they went into a sort of antique shop, didn't they? And um, there's a magical sort of marble, which is actually a phoenix's teardrop. And it's a portal story. This magical object is, uh, or in some way they're going to go, into another world. So we're all writing openings to portal stories. Uh, what have you got for us um, this time?
0: Well, do you know what? I've got five today, Pi, and uh, which wow. is yeah, which is a little bit unprecedented. We're going to start with Lily. With this is called the portal hole.
4: As I entered the forest, there was a massive hole in the first tree I saw. It was glowing as bright as the sun. I raced home and told my parents. They were astonished. The next day, I went into the hole and peeked inside. Nothing was in there, but it was still glowing. What could this mean? Then she had an idea. She could go into the hole. She got her backpack full of food and went in. Suddenly, she was in China. It wasn't busy because of lockdown. She found an old tent and put it back together. Then she felt homesick and she wanted to go home. So tomorrow she was going to find a tree with a hole.
0: I thought that was really well presented. It was lovely and clear, wasn't it? It was crystal clear. I love
3: the the teacher in me loved the use of the rhetorical question. (laughs) What could this mean? (laughs) I think that was really good. Oh, you can't help being a teacher. Uh, Yeah, fantastic, Lily. Well done. Really enjoyed that. Off into another world. What else
0: have you got? I've got something here. This is The Magic Rose by Edith.
6: Emma was outside in her granddad's magnificent garden, picking flowers for a vase. The flowers were beautiful. So far, she had picked some lavender and bright red salvia. She was looking for something unique to brighten up the bouquet. There was a rose in the middle of the flower bed. It was an intense ruby red, and the petals had glitter on them. The stem had a luminous lime green tinge. Emma had a mesmerising urge to pick it but she thought it was too unique and so beautiful that she should resist. She couldn't take it. After five minutes of resisting this bizarre urge, she finally picked the rose. Suddenly, the rose bush was towering over her. She was overwhelmed with confusion. The rose was still in her hand, but the flower bed was massive. Something wasn't right. She was as small as a rose's thorn. She noticed that she was covered in a gold, powdery substance. She looked behind her and saw two petal thin wings covered in the same dust. Emma thought for a moment, then she shouted at the top of her voice, This is amazing! And she launched herself into the air and flew around the garden testing out her new wings.
0: Another lovely piece pie, isn't it?
3: It's fantastic, yes. Really magical sounding, wasn't it? Mm. Um I loved her use of language as well and description of the rose. Yeah. What a
0: great piece of writing. Yeah. Uh, well done. What else have you got? We've for got some? Portal Story here. This is by Emily.
4: It was a Saturday. And like any other ordinary Saturday, May was going to her grandfather's house. Her grandfather was an eccentric old man and all he owned was a small cottage and an antique shop down in the valley. When she visited, Maya would gaze at the countless little artefacts that littered the cottage, waiting to be carted off to the shop. There were pens made of feathers, old battered manuscripts, marble statues and strange, otherworldly crystals. But never was she allowed to touch them, and Maya never did, until one particular Saturday in 1963, she was inspecting a row of delicate green crystals when she saw what looked like a large stuffed bird in the corner. Granddad, what is that? I've never seen it before,' Maya asked curiously. "'Ah, that is a wooden carving of a phoenix. It is very rare and very magical,' he wheezed. "'Magic isn't real, though,' Maya said. <laughs> "'That's what you think, child.' And with that, he picked up his old, gnarled walking stick and limped away. She waited until he was gone before gently stroking it down its back. She shuddered. It felt so real. But then something caught her eye. A shining, iridescent diamond was lodged in the phoenix's right eye. Something about it pulled her in. As Maya reached out to grab it, her grandfather's words echoed inside her head. Don't touch it, don't touch it. But she kept going, kept reaching before prising it out of the eye. There was silence. She breathed a sigh of relief. Maybe she got away with it. She was about to walk away when suddenly the floor started to shake there was a blinding flash of white lights before everything went dark.
0: That's a really, really brilliantly written piece and so much effort gone into it pie, isn't there?
3: Uh, Emily, that was absolutely fantastic. I love the voices, um, you know, the granddad voice and the way you built up what granddad was like through what he did and what he said, um, which is a lot of the character work we've done. You had granddad wheezing and limping so we know that he's old. We can picture him a little bit. Beautiful expression, too, to the reading. Fantastic. Top-notch stuff, Emily. Um, Well
0: done. Really enjoyed that. It was superb. Now we've got something. um, This is Aurora's story by Sophie.
4: Aurora's story by Sophie. Aurora's mum asked her to get her grandma a birthday present. Rushing, Aurora went straight to the antique shop. She knew there would be something in there that she would like. She walked into the shop, but there was no one there. After a quick look around the shop, she saw a mirror sparkling in the sunlight. It shimmered, inviting her to touch it. Aurora couldn't help but pick it up. All through her body, she felt a tingle. In a flash of light, she was no longer in the antique shop, but surrounded by enormous trees and wild animals. Aurora looked around. Suddenly, she knew where she was. It is her dream come
0: true. I do like the nod to the antique shop there, Pi. do you? I do. It's so interesting that everybody's picking
3: up little bits from previous things. Um, well done, Sophie. Great reading. Um, what I mean by that, i noticed in Emily, she got the granddad, which may well have been triggered by the granddad that we had in Timbola's wonderful reading. And, of course, that's what happens, isn't it, Ian? Yeah. The more we read... The more we learn, the more we try things out we get a bigger and bigger repertoire that we can draw on when we come to create and I bet that's the same uh, with music. Mm. That's the last one isn't it? We've got
0: one more, this is Portal, now we've got one more, this is Portal Story by Atkarsha
7: Jasper ambled through the school library thinking what book she should read to pass the time Jasper was an intelligent and adventurous but also mysterious. There was a naughty corner in the room, but it was filled with unusual books. All the books she was looking for was borrowed by other children, so she went to the naughty corner without Miss Simpson looking. Miss Simpson was a school librarian. She found a book at the very corner of the shelf, Jumanji the Story. Jasper touched the book, and instantly felt an electric spark. She found herself in the middle of the suicide forest in Japan. A sign said, follow the white string to get out of here. There was another one that she couldn't even see because it was covered with blood. Jasper added to herself, the only way out of here is to follow the white string. So she held the white screen to be continued.
0: I'm going to come to Pi in a second uh, for a comment on that. Thank you, So That was fab. Um, before I do, though, we had a great question last night from Rebecca Farmer, who contacted the team and said, um, wanting tips for broadcasting the audio on the pallet, uh, the Padlets. Uh, we've, we've had a little discussion, but it is some time ago, so I thought perhaps we'd just spend a 30 seconds or so. Really good idea to get yourself, uh, Rebecca, in a quiet room um, if you can use uh, a microphone on something which uh, maybe is, doesn't have necessarily a spinning hard drive, because that does make a difference on the uh, the device that you're using, a phone or, or a tablet or something like that would work really, really well. Also, uh, if you have 10 centimetres, we usually say, from the microphone of the device that you are using. Uh, as I'm sitting here now in the studio, I've got 10 centimetres between my mouth and uh, and the, the microphone itself. Uh, so just as, as quiet a as space as possible. And also, if the room isn't too echoey, you get a really lovely uh, damp sound where the sound reproduction is the best it can possibly be. So I do hope those tips are helpful. Do come back to us, and, and if anybody's got any questions on audio padlets then of course we would be more than happy to answer them that was a great piece wasn't it Pye?
3: it was lovely and it's even got uh, a mention on twitter there rachel or saying Utkasha uh, love the sound effects of the spark i want to know more so yeah well done everybody um giving it a really good whirl i'd like to see more lads on there mm. uh, recording theirs um next time so uh let's see what happens because we're now moving into the next um part of the show at the end of each show Duncan there's an opportunity for children to record their writing we'll explain that later on but folks you need to be on today's page you can see where the teacher notes are Um, that's a new feature that we started adding in and um, I write these the night before and instantly I can see that I missed uh, a word out is very annoying but it's too late um so we're going to hear from duncan in a moment but we are going to write a response of some sort we're actually going to start creating so what i'd like you to do above activity one where there is an orange box that says duncan musical response click on that once whoopsie and that should open it up yes ah so we've got here this padlet thing this huge shape and uh and in the bottom right-hand corner, there's a pink blob with a plus mark on it. So click on that once. And up comes what I call a post-it. Now, it says title. That's where you put your name. We do need to know your name. Everything that's written here is double-checked. It's moderated. So uh, David will be sitting there and he will be watching what's going on. He will double-check everything. And uh, we like to have your name. We need to know who you are. So I put my name, Pi. Pi. Uh, Drop the cursor down to where it says write something. Now, this is a first for us because we're going to hear Duncan in a moment. And instead of giving normally here at this point, Duncan, we have a reading from an author or poet and we say what we liked about it. But we're going to do it differently this time, folks, because we're actually going to start creating. So what we're going to do, Duncan introduces um, and very, very beautifully, actually, it's very eloquently He must have worked hard at this. Um, he introduces the piece of music, which is called The Light of Tuscany. And uh, that takes about a minute and a half or two minutes. And then we get the music. And during that, I would like you to not say what you liked about it and respond to it in that way. I'd like you to listen carefully and think about um what you see in your imagination, what you feel and turn it into words. So we might get phrases here. We might get similes here. We might get uh, little sentences here and you're going to bring something into being. You're going to begin creating. So I think we're going to lead towards a poem of some sort because it seems to me that, but it might be a piece of prose. I don't know, ordinary piece of writing, but um, we're going to listen to the music. And if in your mind c- there comes a sandy beach, you're going to write down sandy beach. I and mean, then you might write down wind blowing. Um, you might suddenly think of the city. So you're then going to do another one, say uh, wind in the city, icy cold, it's, it's bitter. Or you might write snowflakes falling or the moon glitters high above. I don't know what you're going to write because I don't know what the music will evoke. So listen carefully, don't be afraid, jot any thoughts or ideas that come into your mind and then we'll have a look at them at the end of the music and see what we've got. So I think we are ready for Duncan to introduce his first piece of music.
8: Hello everyone, my name is Duncan Chisholm and I'm a musician and composer from the Highlands of Scotland. My music is inspired by the natural world around me. What I try to do is paint musical pictures of what I see and feel in a certain place, to attempt to give the listener an understanding of the place, its landscape, its light and weather on any particular day, without using words, perhaps even trying to describe what words cannot. And like a painter who would paint on a canvas, my job is to paint on silence. I imagine a melody, and build the musical parts layer upon layer adding the colour using harmony and different instruments until the musical picture is complete. I'm going to tell you now about a place called Sandwood Bay. The most beautiful arc of sand you will ever see. Remote, untouched, out on the northwest edge of Scotland, on the edge of Europe. To the north of Sandwood lie the cliffs of Cape Wrath, rising a thousand feet high out of the sea. To the south, a magnificent sea stack called Hill, or the Herdsman, that stands 260 feet high and the colour of dried blood. They say there is a Viking longship buried in the sand there. There is the wreckage of a Spitfire crash-landed in World War II and you can still see its wreckage at low tide. It is home to some of the oldest rock on earth, 3 billion year old Louisian gneiss, red, black and stunning green feldspar. It is a place of whales, of mermaids and ghost sailors. Sandwood, a place where there is no time, where time is your imagination. The ancient Celts called places like Sandwood thin places, where the distance between heaven and earth was very short. At Sandwood you get a glimpse perhaps not of heaven, but of earth as it truly is, unmasked and beautiful. I'm going to play you two pieces of music from my Sandwood album that were inspired by two separate trips I took there. On both occasions myself and my friend Hamish Napier used the memories of the day to create the music you're about to hear. The title of the first piece comes from Seamus Heaney's beautiful poem, The Otter. This is the light of Tuscany.
1: is radioblogging.net
0: how special was that pie Uh, i found it very moving actually (laughs) so actually so did i i've i just said to rachel or on twitter actually that my headphones feel like they're kind of full of liquid gold because I, i was just totally swept away with that it was beautiful
3: it was wasn't it and you've got the beginnings of a poem there you see because you said the words liquid gold mm. and that's the beginning of a poem isn't it mm. liquid gold pours through my imagination um so we got some responses coming up and people have obviously really uh, enjoyed um enjoyed that as kit saying i can see the world's evolution with buildings as tall as a giant to caves where the word history was first used and you've got the beginning of something there i'll just read you what i wrote uh, down i i just Took it bit by bit by bit. Wind blows through the reeds where goldfinches perch. Scarlet beads in a bag. Mermaid scales glitter. The difference between sunlight and the grave. Memories wrapped in sunlight. And I'm going to read you now uh, the way in which I've written the final poem. And it may help some of you. So I'll read it to you. Keep going with the Padlet. Uh, But you may find this useful because you've got some ideas now. You've got some emotion. I'll read you the final piece that I've written. When I heard the music, waves washed over my toes. Stars burst like glittering beads and a wall sprung up brick by brick. When I heard the music, I remembered a scarlet coat playing in sand dunes by the sea and my grandma nodding asleep. When I heard the music, I touched the cold skin of a frosted bottle, the jagged spikes of winter's icicle, and sunlight glowing in a pumpkin. When I heard the music, I dreamed of tapping stars into place, melting moons and frozen slices of sun, bright bars of delight and frightened fishes like tiny splinters of electricity. When I heard the music, I strode down the lanes and marched over hillsides I threw wishes at clouds and muffled my heart beat
2: David what's happening on the padlets oh it's for someone who like i mean i i like i like writing and to see some of these ideas coming through is unbelievable there's a big difference today there's, there's, the people, children are, um, are really thinking about what they are writing um, and there are kind of larger chunks. People are putting sentences together uh, from the music, which is great. But it's, it's really busy. There's some fantastic things coming through. Um, I'm taking care to read everything carefully before uh, approving it like I always do. So mm. if you uh, if yours hasn't appeared yet, don't worry, it will. Um, there's, it's some wonderful stuff by it. really rich. We talk about richness, don't we, a lot mm. here. And it's absolutely full of richness in terms of content. So, yeah, really, really impressive it's interesting isn't it because kirat said i can
3: see the neon colored city of japan kit said i can see the world's evolution with buildings as tall as a giant to caves that's the one we've already had i've read that one out twice so you've got two slices of the cherry there kit oh. miss siddle a cliff top with a breeze blowing lightly in the air waves rolling and the sea calm but interrupted by roughness the further you look out lucas feel like i'm at a beach lying down um and uh, Hayden it reminds me of an intense fight Yeah, um, Melody picking up on Duncan's The Colour of Dried Blood Shisha, I feel like I'm walking on the moon Bethany, a river in the middle of a forest Evie, the wind blows softly in the woods flowers have bloomed, you know what I'm going to say Evie, don't you, name it bluebells have bloomed, that would sound odd, so it would have to be something like primroses have bloomed everywhere, the sun is shining over it like a star is silent except for birds singing ted i feel like i'm on a boat sailing into the middle of nowhere with no worries at all what i'd like to do now um it i think it would be a good idea if people carried on writing but also i'd like you to go back everybody and have a quick read of other people's can you get into your notebooks any ideas this could be a, ma- a magpie moment you see Maggie, I think it is, um, has got, it sounds like a blossom blooming in spring, then in winter, the flower falling. Lovely idea. Sachi, bagpipes, a whale in the water, a great mound of sand, and as the music plays, one grain flies off and another and more. Um, Sachi, again, waves dancing on the horizon, trees swaying in the wind, coconuts falling from the sky. I'd like everybody to go back, have a look, read other people's, do a little bit more writing there ian have we got a little bit of music we could play while people do a bit of magpieing and reading and clicking on those hearts to approve each others
0: we certainly do pie thank you very much indeed the world in most certain years the time quarter past 10 15 minutes past 10 this morning on friday the 12th of june musical friday and oh my goodness are we being treated to some fabulous music this morning for inspiration wonderful stuff there, read out by pie uh, so do please keep it coming and absolutely keep magpieing, taking those ideas from other people it's a really really wonderful thing to do a few shout outs from me uh, on the bottom of the show page, today's show page, down the bottom, of course, you can leave a comment. Kirsten, hello. Neve, good morning from Osbaston. Uh, started reading Cresta Cowell's The Wizard of Once because it was recommended on radio blogging. And we always love it when recommendations come through from the show and then people let us know. Because actually, you know, we're here to, to let people know and broaden their reading and broaden their vocabulary. Mr molden good morning. Can I have a big hello to everyone at home and at school? Give a special mention to Katmandu Class from Manorfield Primary School. At Burgess Hill. You certainly can stand. Good morning. Like a shout out for Lucy and Jessica. Sophia, good morning to you. Also good morning to Tilly um, She's finished her Joe Wicks and she's come straight here You're in the right place, brilliant What a great way to start your morning, thank you so much um, Alfie from Manorfield School Also is with us this morning As is Lucas, would like a shout out it Says Newland St John's Blueberry Bubble Raspberry Bubble and Strawberry Bubble That sounds like the most <laughs> delicious dessert You've got going on there Lucas I'd love to see it, if it has been actually created Maybe that's a focus, maybe that's something Your teachers are planning, I'm getting carried away Let's carry on reading the shout out, Evie, good morning into you um you'd like a shout out as well um emily leh lady elizabeth hastings thank you so much and actually lots of people have come back on that and that's really helpful and that is the beauty of interactive live radio We've had an email from our good friend Jamie Grossmith. email of course radioblogging at gmail.com Jamie says a cheery good morning from everyone here in the Emporium thanks for another (laughs) amazing week of programs we've been busy writing every day we particularly enjoy the games with Pi and Ian I love the games and have surprised ourselves by how easily they inspire longer pieces of writing can we have a shout out for all the children here at Belmont who are listening in you certainly can Jamie and thank you it was really lovely to hear from you and also our good friend Lorraine Harrison friend of the show what a different skill it is to write in response to music but it will be one which comes from the richness of the heart beautiful certainly so so is lorraine thank you very much indeed for your contribution and um, david have you got anything over there on the padlets we have indeed yes it's a
2: uh, yeah very busy over here um i'm just switching over to the uh, the right padlet because i'm drowning in padlet uh, it's fantastic so yes we've got uh, lots of people from lady elizabeth hastings who are saying what leh means which is fantastic we're in thorpe arch near weatherby right next to the mighty leeds united training gown i think that is um so welcome to everyone there loads of people james uh, neve uh, sophia uh all coming in uh wanting shout outs from there We've got betty and martha um saying it was a wonderful reading um lovely uh image of of Grandad's Garden, so that was uh, responding to one of the audios that we had earlier on uh, that was played by you, Ian. It was fantastic. Uh, James uh, from LEH, Sophia from LEH, Freya from Pensby Primary all coming in, um, starting also congratulating other people on their their writing that's been read out, so it's fantastic. Um, They're coming through thick and fast, uh, so yeah again i'll probably come back to me a bit later on we'll have a few more i can see three being written as i'm speaking so i'll get them approved a bit later on ian so all going well so far
0: thank you very much indeed deputy mitchell over there i'll get back to him in his darkened room uh, and mm-hmm. his uh, and his tired fingers surrounded by padlets of course keeping everything ticking along very nicely indeed talking of keep, keeping things ticking along it's time to go back over to pi who's going to introduce the next part of the show pi over to you
3: Okay, great stuff, everybody. And I'd just like to say a quick hello to um, Mum, Emma. Hello, Emma and uh, young Jamie. Keep going there, folks. And also to Sarah and Mary. Um, And Mary wanted to say that they have lots of glow-in-the-dark stars uh, on the ceiling. A lovely thing to do. And Sarah makes tiny origami stars uh, for little children. What a lovely idea that is. Okay, well, I think we are now at the point where we probably... Uh, ought to hear in a moment, the second musical track. And what we could do is we could actually do this straight onto the Jockcast, but but of course, because we're listening to the music, I can't comment on the Jockcast um, by talking. So the teachers and myself, we will be commenting as best we can on your writing as it emerges on the jockcast so we'll be listening to duncan's uh, next track which is called dizzy blue we'll all be writing on the jockcast the adults will be responding as we go along now if you're finding it difficult to bring an idea into being remember my poem i used when i heard the music i remembered i saw i touched i dreamed you might say when i heard the music i found i remembered I wished for, I became, I turned into, a bit of a in there, I tasted, I hoped for, I was surprised by, or maybe just say, I saw. And you can write a sort of list of images that you, uh, come into your mind. And remember, we've got to choose our words very, very carefully. We've got to let our minds open and robe and see what pops into it. We can use similes, like and as to bring things into being. We can use a touch of alliteration to create music within the sounds of our writing. We could even use kennings. So draw on everything you know, look around you, look inside your mind. When I heard the music, I saw. So um, I think we're ready for Duncan just introduces the second musical track, and we'll be writing on the Jotcast as we listen, and the adults will be responding.
8: This next piece is called Dizzy Blue, and these are two words from the pen of Norman McCaig, a wonderful Scottish poet, which perfectly describe a walk I took into Sandwood one glorious summer morning, with the swallows flying above my head in an azure blue sky, and the bees buzzing in the heather around me. An incredible memory. Thanks to Pi for inviting me to speak with you. I hope your notebooks are bursting with ideas about the thin place that his son would be. Here's Dizzy Blue. Bye bye for now.
1: radioblogging.net net.
0: what a fabulous piece of music that is uh, Sue Hardy Dawson actually on Twitter has just said uh, I think any other music they play on the show will have a lot to live up to today <laughs> I think she could be right don't you Pi
3: absolutely we've got some
0: great ideas
3: coming on the Jotcast there um, and lots of really good suggestions actually from the, uh, from the adults coming he- here there's Mrs James talking to Brandon saying great use of a collective noun can you create your own collective noun for your type of bird? So if you had seagulls, you might have a squabble of seagulls. If you had eagles, you might have, what would eagles be? A saw of eagles because they soar high in the sky. If you had um, uh, swallows, you might have a dash of swallows because they really zoom quickly or a zoom of swallows. So you're getting lots of good ideas coming here, lots of little images um pen uh, mallory's junior school i imagined cool colorful lanterns lit up in a village square mm. lovely can you hear the sound of that ian cool colorful lanterns lit up in the village square it's gorgeous Just, isn't it it is it, the mm. sound of the words um and then very different robert an axe swinging through flesh and bone and uh, totally different uh, Jenny coming in with, I heard the music. Anger and joy filled my heart. So, cont- contrast there. I wanted to howl to the moon, to run, to hide, to play and dance. Harry, I see pirates in an intense duel. William's got sparking fireworks. Charlie, waves chasing me on the beach. And Lorraine coming back to Rachel, uh, mentioning her dandelion clocks. I love that one as well, actually, Lorraine. I noticed that. Harry, I can see a feast for a king with the richest chicken, finest wine, bagpipes playing beautifully in the massive hall. It's incredibly evocative, um, the music, isn't it? It's really made people um, go in all sorts of different uh, direction. Mr. Connor's bubble coming in now. When I heard the music, I saw myself dancing across the meadow, light of foot and carefree. I travelled through the breeze, through the fields of corn. It reminds me of faraway lands, of travels of the past. I remember seeing the dragons dance in the dark blue sky. Bethany, I saw the sky at sunset streaked with strips of rose, azure and scarlet. I'm looking for Toby's. I can't see his at the moment. I may have missed it. I saw a pollen collector parading on the heather, a Scottish wildcat kitten, tried to dab the bee the way they dab at the um at things like bees I know exactly what you mean alice really spot on harriet i see a beam of moonlight with two dancers dancing ryan coming in i felt free and amazed at the sunset yeah absolutely um uh, i know exactly what you mean robert i have seen flames in gulf cities that's sounding robert really nicely like talia's I have seen great cities engulfed in flame. I have seen. I love that way that you've uh, written that, drawing on the Taliesin. Well done, uh, Robert. Um, uh, I really enjoy that. When I saw the roller coaster, and Lucas seeing a roller coaster. Louis, I see a jagged mountain range with ranging waterfall falling thousands of metres to the ground. And on it goes. I mean, it's just, it's, I can't keep up with it all. Um, I think we are probably, yes, we are. We should be going to the final activity, everybody. So if you come out of the Jotcast, well done, adults. Thank you ever so much for responding. And well done to the children who responded to other children. Fantastic work. If we come out, Duncan, the last thing we're going to do is to move into now trying to draw all of this together. So underneath the Jotcast, it says activity and musical writing. So what you do is you click on musical writing, and here you have got the poem that I shared with you. I'll read it again and then uh, you can see where you can put your title underneath my poem. Um, do it in your notebooks first. Edit it. Read it to a partner, or just read it aloud, as I often do. I read it to the to the wall, or to a tree, or something. Uh, read it aloud just to check it flows nicely. It says what you want it to say, and you double-checked all your capitals and full stops. Fill everything in, and then underneath. Uh, in a minute, we'll come to how you record it, because I think this would do well with a recording. And we have had this before, haven't we, Ian? Where we've encouraged people to um add in a little bit of a chorus maybe with some clicks or some some claps or some sort of but don't do it too loudly because it really then becomes uh difficult uh keeping the sound levels uh so keep it um at the same sound level if you add in a beat a rhythm keep it at the same sound level as your voice i'll just read mine and then we'll think about the recordings When I heard the music, waves washed over my toes. Stars burst like glittering beads and a wall sprung up brick by brick. When I heard the music, I remembered a scarlet coat, playing in sand dunes by the sea and my grandma nodding asleep. When I heard the music, I touched the cold skin of a frosted bottle, the jagged spikes of a winter icicle and sunlight glowing in a pumpkin. When I heard the music, I dreamed of tapping stars into place, melting moons and frozen slices of sun, bright bars of delight and frightened fishes like tiny splinters of electricity. When I heard the music, I strode down the lanes and marched over hillsides. I threw wishes at clouds, muffled my heart beat. And it was interesting reading that because I've all I've added to the poem. Because in the one about jagged spikes of winter, I've changed it now to the jagged spikes spikes of winter. It could be the jagged spite of winter's icicle. I've changed it even further there. And of course, that's what happens the more you come back to it. And I know that that would be part of Duncan's process of creating his wonderful compositions. Now, if you go to the bottom of the page, look at the green padlet. Um, just under where it says how to record an audio padlet. This is where you can record your own one. And I think this really lends itself to a recording. You could use different voices if you're in a bubble and maybe write one or two sections each. And as I say, we could record it rhythmically. Don't be afraid to put a chorus to it. Um, uh, It doesn't have to rhyme, but it might have rhythm. The music, the music, the music fills my soul the music the music the music fills my soul when i heard the music i strode down the lane so you had the verses which you just say and then the rhythmic chorus which comes in david what what advice do we give for um, performing and recording
2: well uh, we say this uh, pretty much every day about the bravery level really i mean we, we have we have more and more Listeners doing this every day, and what we've got there are two padlets. You'll know, oh, sorry, two yeah, two audio padlets. Uh, the one right at the bottom is the old one, which is a bank of hundreds of examples of children doing different audio performances. So my advice would be to have a listen to a few, um, get some, you know, see what you think sounds well. Um, Ian gave some great tips in terms of in terms of doing the audio recording, like 10 centimeters away, quiet room, a device that doesn't have a spinning or whirring hard drive, uh, which will all work. But it's about uh, you know, having that positive uh, attitude and really trying making sure that you're brave enough to have a go, practice uh, yourself reading it out so you kind of know what's coming next and slow it down. And so, um, you know, because when we're recording, sometimes we speak quite quickly. So slow it down and then um have a go and once you are recording it using the padlet using the uh player there's a player there that explains how to do it you can pause at any point you can listen back you can delete it and try again um, until you are happy to submit the version Mm. you want to submit and uh, we love nothing more coming back at five o'clock and again about eight or nine Mm. o'clock and ian or russell will spend their time later on in the evening um, making sure they um, kind of the levels are right to go broadcasting, but it 's a great thing if, you know if I was a child, having my voice on the internet like that would be the equivalent for me when I was young having, my, having been on television I would expect it's a great achievement so today's been wonderful um, that I can expect some fantastic emotive writing uh, from this tomorrow um, but just give it a go, be brave and uh, see if you can uh, get your voice on there It would be great to listen to. Yeah,
3: I'd love to hear more lads having having a go. we got lots of the girls did it this time, but I'd love to see more lads having a bit of a go Um, on Twitter. I noticed um, one of our uh, Miss Wood um, has put up her piece when I heard the music. And I think that's fantastic that we need creative teachers. Um, If you aren't a creative teacher, it's going to be very hard to uh, get the children um uh, being creative themselves and the truth is the truth is that everybody can be creative you just got to put your shoulder to the wheel and crack on Uh, and i love your piece of writing miss wood thanks ever so much by the way on monday folks we have got a special with um we'll be starting our radio blogging on monday with philip reeve's wonderful book goblins And if anybody fancies doing breaking news, goblins sighted in the local area, you could have a crack at that and perform it for us because that would lead nicely into
0: the programme.
3: What else have we got next week uh, lined up? Because we've got a bit of a change, haven't we,
0: Ian? We do indeed, Pi. Thank you very much. Yeah, if you've managed to check out the schedule yet on the homepage, uh, of course, we've got our radioblogging.net show on Monday at 9.30. Then on Tuesday, we've got Club RB, which if you listened to the Radio Blogging Holiday Club, you will know what that's about. It's kind of a a very bouncy, very energetic, very exciting new show bringing together some of the elements of radio blogging, but with plenty of music and shout-outs And fun and games. And like we say, a little bit of larking around along the way as well. Um, Then on uh, Wednesday evening at seven o'clock, we have got a special show for children and young people to extend their writing ability. Uh, with the team so that's at seven o'clock on radioblogging.net and then on friday uh, beg your pardon on thursday evening uh, just wanted to announce on thursday evening next week and we'll put this on the website at 7 p.m we are going to be doing a live cpd a professional development session for teachers and parents to enable you to be able to support your children both in school and also at home so that's next thursday evening at 7 p.m and then friday Uh, In the morning at 9.30, there will be another Club RB show as well. And don't forget, of course, all request Sunday, uh, every Sunday at 3 p.m. Great music, great tracks, and do let us know what you would like to listen to. So it's another incredibly exciting time for all of the radio blogging team. Um, And it's been an amazing show today, Pai. I've loved it. Have you?
3: I knew it would be interesting (laughs) because you never quite know what's going to happen from this sort of thing. But the quality of Duncan's uh, composition and playing is so fantastic. It it, it really does make you tingle. And for adults uh, and indeed for children as well, every morning on Twitter, pretty much every morning, Duncan puts up on Twitter a little film clip of him playing very often with his friends um and in the background you can see i think it looks like the sea duncan i don't know but you can see his beautiful landscape in the background and i I tune in every morning on twitter I, i check in to see what he's going to play it's just a minute or so ian but it's lovely stuff and it's a moment of quiet joy and contemplation and it's a lovely way to just calm down and start the day i'm so grateful duncan thanks ever so much i'm really grateful to our audience uh, great supportive teachers and parents who've been working with us fantastic writing by the children i am looking forward i'm excited to be looking forward to what you're going to blog and what you're going to perform for us have a great and I, it is friday isn't it Eden?
0: it is indeed
3: yeah and then i can
1: say <laughs> have a great
3: weekend <laughs> over to you to wrap it all up for us thank you thank Pie.
0: You. indeed thank you have a great weekend uh, just before i do deputy mitchell have you got any final shout outs from the contact padlet yeah, just a couple come in
2: there. We've got a, a Sophie uh, from uh, LEH again, just saying, uh, wanted to shout out to our wonderful teachers, Mr. Smith and Mrs. Sawyer. Uh, they are amazing. It's always nice as a teacher to, to get that kind of feedback. So, Mr. Smith and Mrs. Sawyer, do uh, record this, uh, print it out, or whatever you need to do, put it in your performance management folder. Uh, that'll help you uh, next year. Uh, Melody also from uh, Norbury Hall, uh, wanting to give a shout out to a teacher, friends at Norbury Hall there but yes it's been a phenomenal show um Scott you know the the music from the highlands of Scotland there I go I spend a lot of time up in the Scotland Scotland on my motorbike and the first time I ever went up do you know what struck me it was the colours on the mountains and the hills the purples the oranges the yellows and the greens were something I'd never seen before um that would feature somewhat in my writing i might have a go at something over this weekend inspired by today's show ian it's been phenomenal hasn't it
0: it certainly has david thank you very much indeed And, and good luck with that over the weekend and have a lovely weekend thank you very much indeed it has been a super show huge thanks to duncan and to deputy mitchell and also to pi as well a few shout outs from me just before i wrap up completely we've got ben from boxgrove we've got lawrence who'd like a shout out for our best friend ollie also Daisy as well, Amy. Can I please have a shout out? Love your show, keep it up. Thank you. We will back at nine thirty on Monday. Uh, Robert, thank you so much. Also Alex from Six M would like a shout out. George from Plandogo. I'm sure you just love my West Country Welsh, George. George from Plandogo. Um, thank you to Mrs. Marin and her children. Um, good morning to Rachel as well. Also also to Arthur and Emily, and also to Maggie who's been in touch. Uh, also Zach. And Evie and Lucy, who wanted a shout out for kind brother Stanley and sister Jessica. We can get that in no problem. Jane, good morning. Thank you. For, uh, she's saying thank you for a wonderfully creative stimulus for today's writing. Use more music in her writing in future. And finally, Micklefield School Year 6. It's been a fabulous show. Thank you so much indeed to Duncan Chisholm for the fabulous, wonderful music that we've had this morning. Huge thanks to Pi Corbett and to Deputy Mitchell for the entire team here at RadioBlogging.net. Thanks for being with us this week. Uh, If you've enjoyed the show, please do consider heading to our GoFundMe page because as you know, for the last uh, 12 weeks we've been doing this without any government support. So anything you uh, can contribute would be very, very much appreciated as it has been throughout The uh, the time that we've had already, we are incredibly grateful for what you have done from all of us here. Take care. It's 19 minutes to 11 o'clock. Ian Rocky here in the hot seat at RadioBlogging.net. Have a great weekend. Take care. Stay safe. Bye for now.
1: Yo yo, what up? This is Lunch Money Lewis. Hey, I'm John Newman. Hey, what's up? This is Fergie Ferg. Woo. Keep this frequency clear. A children's radio blogging show broadcast into homes and schools across the world. Join Pike Corbett Russell Prue, Ian Rocky, and David Mitchell live each weekday at 9.30am. Online radio live blogging. This is radioblogging.net. Hey, hey, hey,
5: hey, hey, hey.